0: This is COVID and I, a feel good podcast that relates to and addresses how we have managed lockdown, loss, and lunacy. Join us as we explore the positives of COVID. It's had a powerful effect on us all. But who are the friends we have made and what are the things that we have learnt from a Scout's perspective? Hi and welcome to COVID and I a podcast about the positive side that some of us have experienced in COVID. Today we've got Harry Giorgio along and he's from 6% and Rising. He's going to be talking to us about people with learning disabilities and employment and the lack of paid employment opportunities for people and how COVID has helped us to highlight this. So Harry, do you want to tell us about what 6% and Rising is?
1: So. Six Percent and Rising is a social enterprise to help people with learning disabilities gain viable employment across the local city region and beyond, working with charities, different companies, and most importantly, young people themselves.
0: Super. So it's not just Harry we've got here today, we've also got Rue who's working on this with you. What does Six Percent, why, why that name?
1: So six percent of rising um, sort of start started out as because when we started out the employment figure was five point six percent. We wanted to, to take the positive upon it, so we took the six percent, and we wanted to say we are always rising to make that figure stronger, better, more equal opportunities for these young people, so it's really taking the positive out of a negative situation.
0: Sorry, so only 6% of people with a learning disability have a paid job?
1: At that moment in time, yes, the current figure now is 5.1% across the UK, and that we believe that is unequal and needs to be given more appreciation to start to really move the needle to make that figure better and more equal across society.
0: So so why do you think the employment rate is so low for for people with learning disabilities?
1: The reason why I think the employment is so low for for young individuals with learning disabilities in in particular is a lack of understanding from companies. And If you've never really been around people with, with disabilities growing up, you may not know how to interact with them when you go into employment and when you may be recruiting new talent. Come into a new job you may be advertising for, so you you may miss that opportunity. You may not know how to interact and how to make your application process fully inclusive for all.
0: If you could advise a young person how to go about getting a job, what would you say?
1: What I would say for a young person with a learning disability is speak to your if you're in college, speak to your college about doing a supported internship, or speak to your college about doing a supported apprenticeship when you leave as these are the best tools for you to use to really gain valuable um, life skills and those key employability skills to help you gain employment.
0: So thinking about the pandemic and COVID and everything, how has that sort of helped your campaign?
1: So the campaign has come out of COVID. So when we talk about positive impact on COVID, um, it's really the campaign and that is a very lovely story to, c- to come about because not many stories can come out of the pandemic that are so unique that somebody struck an opportunity of something that is not good and turned it hopefully into a positive situation.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Have you got a paid job, Harry?
1: Yes, I have a paid job thanks to the pandemic and 6% and rising. I work for The FN project sets as their youth advisor and co-production assistant across the whole of the UK. And they are a supportive intensive provider, one of the biggest in the country, to help young disabled people with a learning disability and on the autism spectrum to help them gain employment through a supportive intensive.
0: Why is it important for you? What does it do for you having a job?
1: It's changed my life. It's given me valuable life skills. It means I'm able to contribute to society. I'm not always in the house. Every single day, I go up to an office. I meet with people and um, I have work colleagues. We communicate together. It gives me that work-life balance and it means that every day I get off and I, I get the privilege to know what I'm doing on that day. And it means I'm part of society. It means that I'm an active member of society and in a work environment as well. So it maybe really gives me those skills.
0: Superb. So also today we've got uh Rue on. Um can we bring Rue into the conversation and ask how you two began working together?
2: Yeah, brilliant. Lo- lovely to be here. It's great great to uh yeah, great to be with you this afternoon. And I think um, Harry tells the story much better than me, so I won't I won't talk too much, but um it's safe to say that The last two years working very closely with Harry has been an absolute pleasure when I'm feeling low and when I have felt lacking energy and and feeling quite isolated um, working late into the evening, knowing that Harry and I were working on this campaign together that we could actually change the employment outcomes for individuals with learning disabilities and autism, not just in the Liverpool City region, but hopefully around the country and around the world eventually, um, w- was massive. But but Harry, do you want to talk to us a little bit about um, how we actually got to work together and, and the initial project we were working on?
1: Yeah, so how me and Rupert met, we met um, during the pandemic on a project called Home Not Alone with um, Southfield Park School, and it was the school I went to at that moment in time. And the project was, was one of the first lockdown. And it was collecting cards to send out to care homes, to people that were sealed in, to vulnerable members of society that needed to isolate or sealed from the pandemic. And where we those cards that we sent to them gave them hope that you're not going to be through this alone. There are other people Going through the same situation, but hopefully, this card can brighten up your day. And I'm really, it, it, it was a community project done with Sunfield Park School and some people that were doing a sports intensive but because of the, the pandemic, they had to stop. So it was a community project, and out to sending cars out to care homes and really sending the message of who hey, not alone, you are not alone. We're all going through this together.
2: And I, and I think from from my perspective, not not only did we hopefully bring a lot of joy to uh, and the feedback from, from care homes and other individuals who were vulnerable and shielding and, and isolating, who received cards and also Harry very modestly hasn't mentioned all of the films that he made and edited um, during lockdown, um, but also just I think the experiences we had as a group coming together two three times a week um to share ideas share thoughts and start talking about things like the rate of of individuals with disabilities and learning disabilities in employment um as kind of what triggered lots of new ideas and and new visions and and led to led to six percent and rising and what we're doing now
1: yes definitely and i can actually tell you that it was actually on one of the filming days via zoom i i I spoke to you about the corporate and From there inwards, we knew, but I had a feeling that both of us wanted to work on this together and I wanted to work with him on this together to where we start to make things better. So it's been two years in the making, but from that initial conversation and a lot of hard work we do now, I believe, have a campaign which is very strong in our our beliefs of of what we set out to do.
2: Yeah, brilliant. And Harry, do you want to talk a little bit about why why this campaign is so important to you and a little bit about your background and and, and why you did you did come to me initially?
1: So the reason
2: why I came
1: to Rupert initially was because I, I, I am a younger person with a learning disability and I have done a supported internship and that gave me the skills that I'm required to go to work and then... Maybe really, I ended up going back to school, and um, because at that moment in time, time, and the company I were, the company I went to, sadly, did not have any vacancies, so I went back to school and I learned, I learned, and at that moment in time, the figure was six percent, and then the pandemic hit and it dropped to five point six percent, and I, and um, was angry, this campaign is built on anger and frustration and I got to know Rupert quite well through home alone and I could and I knew I could trust him and what his values were maps it to what my values are. So I wanted to work with with Glow and Cappy on this and with himself to really start to create something which could drive my anger and my frustration so other people don't have to go through what I went through.
2: Thanks, Harry. And I think that's really important. When you're thinking about starting a, a, a business or a social enterprise or a, a charity with, with someone else, are your values aligned? Do you share the same mission? Um, and does that then, then it impact every decision you make together? And I think it's great that we, we've got that relationship. So, Harry, do you want to tell us a little bit about what our mission is across the Liverpool City region initially? Uh, and what we're trying to do. So
1: our uh, mission is across the, across the Liverpool City region to begin with is to create 100 jobs and we have the um, command authorities backing, the Liverpool command authorities backing, to create those 100 jobs across the Liverpool City region and then hopefully beyond. Like we said before, we, we want this to be a national campaign, but to begin with, we need Liverpool businesses to, to come and support our campaign to where really we make sure that these talented young individuals that may not get an opportunity to go into work because they may not they may not have the qualifications but they have the skills. They have the skills so why shouldn't we be given an equal chance to work? That is what we are calling on businesses to come and do. Give these young individual people a chance to work.
2: Absolutely and, and I think from obviously from next month we're going to start doing a roadshow around the Liverpool City region speaking to all of these businesses. Um, so obviously if there's anyone listening today we'd, we'd love you to get in touch but we really feel like there are at least a 100 businesses around the Liverpool City region that can, can benefit so much from getting involved in this programme and working with and supporting individuals with learning dif- difficulties and disabilities. But but actually, the social return on investment that the financial return on investment. There's been a number of studies done from EY and Deloitte and others that really shows the benefits of employing individuals with learning disabilities, uh, and not just in terms of uh, attendance or. Um, morale within the organisation but actually in terms of the bottom line so those companies that employ individuals um, from a diverse range of backgrounds are significantly more successful than those that don't so it's really calling on everyone to be part of this and part of this change across society Uh, and Harry do you want to talk a little bit about the steering group we're setting up and, and how we're working with other partners across the Liverpool City region?
1: So, the steering group we are setting up and um, think this is young people and um, think this is people with 20 years plus experience. And it really highlights across the whole Liverpool City region. So, we are working with Mancap Liverpool, we are working with Strawberry Fields, we are working with courses across, across the Liverpool City region to really start to highlight what they want, what the young people want out of 6% and rising, we know that we want the 100 jobs, but where do they want the 100 jobs? It should be via choice, because there's not a lot of choice versus why we need companies to come and support us. And just touching on what Rupert was saying before, it's not just the economic value, it is also a health value. If somebody is in employment with a learning disability, they their life expectancy doubles by ten to years. So somebody that is not in employment has ten to years less life expectancy than somebody that is in employment. And when I first found that out, I was shocked and horrified that knowing if I was not to get a job, my life might have been cut down by ten to years, two decades.
2: Yeah, and, and that's a pretty... St- <laughs> It's a pretty stark and and scary statistic, and I think it is. Ar- Harry talks about anger, and I think it it should make people angry and frustrated that we live in a society where over eighty percent of individuals with a learning disability um, want to be in employment, and only five point one percent right now are. And I think we've we've all got to work together to change that. Uh, and and I think. We, we talk about um, fear. We talked a little bit about fear. I think there's a lot about fear and, and misunderstanding from employers. Um, later statistics say that two thirds of employers don't know what a supported internship is. They've got no understanding about how it could benefit their organisation. Um, two thirds of individuals, some research from Scope, said that two thirds of individuals uh, are too scared to talk about disability with an individual with a disability. And if we can't, have an open conversation about accessibility um, about how we can make reasonable adjustments but also how we can all benefit from working in an inclusive diverse workforce then uh, I really don't think we're gonna we're gonna move to where we need to go Um, and Harry I know you touched on it earlier but but the difference that having this job and having this purpose has made to your life not just in terms of your life expectancy but the other things it's it's brought to your life are you able to talk a little bit about that
1: so some of the things this job has has brought to my life even though i've been in the world for a few months it has actually made me get up it's made me look at the world differently that it's not just dune and, and gloom and bad it's made me think oh I can earn money I can go and buy stuff which I may not have been able to buy before it's made me think I don't have how to rely on benefits I I can go out I can spend my own money I can earn my own money I can contribute to society I can save up I'm able to Go out with friends if I choose to. I'm able to n- go and do stuff. out I wouldn't have to worry about a lot of things. It's, it's given me a life. It's not just giving me a job. It's giving me a new life, which I didn't think I would have.
0: Wow, that's so powerful. Um... And having a job is something that a lot of us just take for granted, isn't it? And the impact it has uh, for people who don't is obviously huge. It's been absolutely amazing talking to you. Is there anything else you'd like to add or let people know about your campaign? Is there any way that we can get in, anyone else can get involved, who they can contact or ring?
1: Just please come and visit our um, social media sites or we're on Twitter or on um, Instagram or on LinkedIn and please come visit our website www6 to see how you can get involved.